John has presented a model for the development of parasequences in wave-dominated delta systems, and these form the majority of the Bookcliff stratigraphy. Now, as we look at the helper face, if we come down to the lowermost sandstone body, that's called the panther tongue. And even from here, we can see some different characteristics in that unit. First of all, we see some low-angle surfaces that dip through the body. And secondly, we can demonstrate that this unit thins out to shale. So that's different to what we've seen in the wave-dominated systems. And I'm going to go and investigate those differences further. Steve is heading north to look in more detail at the Panther Tongue, which is exposed by Highway 6 near the entrance to Gentile Wash. Well, from this distance, we can see that the base of the unit is a series of sandstones and siltstones, thinly bedded, so that's rather similar. As we go up the succession, the siltstone percentage decreases, the sandstones become more amalgamated, and it does therefore show a coursing upward trend. That's similar. The top of it, at least from here, appears to be flat, and we'd suspect a parasequence boundary, so that fits as well. The final check is to look at the details of the sedimentary structures to see if they are similar or different. We can now examine the sedimentary structures in order to interpret process and compare that with the wave-dominated delta parasequences that we saw earlier. The bedding here is parallel and we see sandstones of 20 to 30 centimetres interbedded with siltstones and fine-grained sandstones. So that's somewhat similar to the Gentile wash section. However, there are some crucial differences. These sandstones contain only this parallel lamination they don't contain the hummocky cross-stratification that we saw develop so strongly in the wave-dominated deltas. So there are some similarities, some differences. From the sedimentary structures, we would interpret the dominant process here as being one of deposition from unidirectional currents rather than storm waves. So that's a difference. The characteristics that are similar, though, indicate that this probably was developed as a parasequence, but the processes are somewhat different. We'd interpret the environment as that then of a river-dominated delta rather than a wave-dominated delta. We know that river-dominated deltas tend to exhibit more complex lateral geometries and lateral changes in facies. The good thing about the Book Cliffs section is that the exposures allow us to investigate that three-dimensional variability in the geometry of the delta. I've been tracing the panther tongue for five kilometres along canyon walls in a depositional strike orientation to the position behind me. When we look over at the panther, we see very similar characteristics to Gentile wash. Thin bedded at the base, thicker bedded at the top, so a coursing upward succession, capped by a marine flooding surface forming the parasequence boundary. We'll continue tracing the unit around through this side canyon to this position in front of me here. And here's a perfect exposure with which to characterise that thick bedded upper unit. We see that the 15 metre upper section of the panther is now rather massive bedded, a sharp break, and then the lower unit behind the trees is the thin bedded panther that we saw before. Now John's standing on the upper panther parasequence boundary and I'm going to ask him to describe some of the details he sees up there. Hello John, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you Steve. Can you give me some indication as to the characteristics of that surface? I'm uh, seeing it as a parasequence boundary from down here. A parasequence boundary, I would agree with your interpretation 
And I would say that in a similar way to the other power sequence boundaries we've seen, it's flat and very laterally extensive. OK, now, the unit that you're standing on looks different to the panther we've seen before. I wonder if there's any way you can give me some of the detailed character of that unit. I think I can probably manage something like that. OK, Steve, well, the upper bit is certainly very different. It's massive. It contains some faint soft sediment deformation. It's about fine to medium grained. OK, do you see any of the panther features that we saw at Gentile Wash, like the uh, trough cross bedding, the upper phase plane bedding, and the marine bioturbation? Over. I see some evidence for the marine bioturbation, but a lot less. And most of the sedimentary structures, and certainly all of the bedding we saw, is pretty much missing from where I am. From here, as you come down, it seems rather similar for another few metres until you get to a, an overhang, and that looks like an important surface. This surface here? That's the one right where your feet are. OK, I'll check that out. OK, well, this surface represents a transition from the massive and the faintly planar laminated stuff that we saw above into the, into the sort of 10 to 20 centimetre scale bedded material we saw in the panther back at the uh, Gentile wash section. Well, if I link that observation with the larger scale geometry of the surface that I'm seeing, it suggests to me that it must be an erosive surface and the unit above looks like it might be some sort of channel deposit. I'd say this was a, an incision surface at the base of a big channelized unit. So to wrap up on the panther tongue, We've developed several lines of evidence. The detailed process interpretations at Gentile Wash suggested deposition from unidirectional currents. Mapping of the panther tongue around these canyons shows us a series of seaward dip incliner forms and an overall lobate geometry. All of this is consistent with being a river-dominated delta. However, here we've seen an additional feature. We've seen a major erosion surface, and that erosion surface was overlain by a major massive sandstone body. So although there's increased lateral variability in these river-dominated deltas, they're capped by parasequence boundaries, and therefore we can apply parasequence concepts to river-dominated systems as well as wave-dominated systems.